essentially the same unappreciative crowd full of scumbags from last night. Hey wrestling fans, welcome to another edition of the Scumbags Wrestling Podcast. My name is Sean, coming to you from London, Ontario. We have a short list on the Ontario scene, but a lot of stuff to talk about with AEW and WWE. So we'll be right back after these short messages. Are you looking to get into the wrestling business? Well, look no further than the Tyson Dukes Wrestle Factory, located right here in London, Ontario. It's Tyson has over 20 years of experience in the wrestling world, and he's even been brought down to the WWE Performance Center to be a guest trainer. We've already seen the likes of Jordan James, Kyle Boone, Violet Lee, Jim Strider, Pharaoh Bowman, Chris Mitchells, and many more. Plus, the new generation that are coming from the second group, such as Josh Pine, Shiloh, Nova, Frankie War, and many more. You don't want to miss your opportunity to learn from one of the best in Ontario, if not all of Canada, or the world, in Tyson Dukes. So that's the Tyson Dukes Rust Factory. It's open Monday, Wednesday, and Thursdays. And located at 309 Exeter Road here in London. You hear the rumble in here? The rumble is the sound of progression and fundamentals are being made at the Wrestling Factory. This is Tyson Dukes. And you're listening to the Scumbags of Wrestling Podcast, y'all. Welcome back to the show. Let's check out what's going on with Smash Wrestling. Last weekend in Woodstock, they attended Cowapalooza. It was a fun little show with some interesting comments that Alan Taylor had posted hearing from one of the audience members. And Tyson Dukes walked away with a nice little shiner, thanks to Jordan James. This week, Smash Wrestling will be right here in London, Ontario on Saturday for Born to be Wild. It all happens when the doors open at 4pm. The opening match is going to be a tag team match featuring Tyson Dukes Wrestle Factory students. Chris Mitchells teams with Ethan Dukes to take on the team of Michael Grayson and the debuting Rodney Matthews. Then the main card, we see Jim Strider with a big opportunity ahead of him as he now holds a contract granting him a championship match. But on August 24th, he still has a huge test ahead of him as he takes on Tyler Turva, returning to the London Music Hall. When Carter Mason got his wish and was added to the Tyson Dukes Jason Kincaid match as Super Showdown, 
Smash Wrestling thought these two could finally settle their issue. Unfortunately, it only got worse as Tyson went to choke out Mason's mother right in front of her son after he waffled him with a chair. On Saturday, these two step in the ring one-on-one Tyson Dukes versus Carter Mason. With Halal Beefcake resorting to throwing protein powder into the eyes of Gabriel Forreza to retain their championships, it's been decided that the best option on August 24th is to split them up. Von Vertigo has a shot at revenge against Idris Abraham. That doesn't mean, though, that Joe Coleman is getting the night off. He'll be facing the most powerful man in Smash Wrestling right now, in Psycho Mike Rollins. Psycho Mike has a whack load of unlimited wishes thanks to his magic lamp. Will any of those wishes be used? The revolt of Alec Realm and Jordan James have another big test coming up as they take on the other half of the pillars in Sebastian Suave and Brent Banks. Gail Kim will be the guest referee for this insane tag team match. Josh Pine makes his main roster debut with Wavemaker Kyle Boone taking on the power couple of Smash Wrestling's physical attraction, Violet Lee and the Muscle. Gail will be tasked with keeping control of these four and will be available for photo ops and autographs. And the main event will see Tarek trying to get back the Smash Wrestling Championship from Kevin Bennett. But will Roscoe Black be by Bennett's side as they enter the music hall? We'll find out tomorrow. With this being the last date on the Smash Wrestling calendar, it looks like Alan Teller's going to be quite busy putting out advertisements for the upcoming events throughout the fall. Checking out some other events in the area include live pro wrestling happening at London Taco Fest Sunday, August 25th at 2 p.m. Crossbody Pro Wrestling will be presenting some matches. Crystal and Jake take on Gabriel Forreza and Alexia Nicole. Jimbo Jones takes on Benjamin Boone. And the main event for the Crossbody Pro Wrestling Championship, Holden Albright defends against Madman Fulton. Other events in the Ontario calendar include Crossbody Pro Wrestling, Autobahn to the Gold, night number two in Kitchener, Ontario, tonight, August 23rd at 7.30. Tomorrow, Something Sinister, presented by Professional Championship Wrestling in Brockville, Ontario, 6 p.m. There was a bit of news that I missed last week with everything else going on, and I don't know why I forgot it or how I forgot it, but... I want to send out congratulations to those who made it to the WWE Canadian tryouts during SummerSlam weekend. Those included Tarek, Channing Decker, Casey Spinelli, Trent Gibson, Justin Sane, and Jody Threat. What this will mean for the future in Canada is still yet to be determined, as rumors have it that NXT Canada might come about, and these would be great additions to start off that promotion. Either way, they might still be needed as NXT is expanding to two hours in just a little while. NXT eventually will need some more people to fill out that roster, and some of these talents will be definitely added added benefit to them. The other bit of news that I missed was the fact that Lance Storm has announced that this is his last session as a trainer for the 
Storm Wrestling Academy. He'll be shutting down operations, but that doesn't mean he's out of wrestling. He just hasn't told us what his next step is afterwards. Will he be working more closely with Impact Wrestling? Will he be working with WWE in sort of the NXT rumored organization being built up here? Only time will tell when Lance makes his announcement. Fans of The Walking Dead might run when they hear the announcement that Cooper Andrews, a.k.a. Jerry, will be coming to London Comic Con October 5th and 6th, London Convention Center, presented by Start.ca. Yo, this is Tarek, you listen to Scumbags of Wrestling. Punch, kick, chop, done. Let's check out some random wrestling news. LAX has announced that they have done their last match with Impact just recently in Mexico. It's unknown whether or not they're going to land in AEW or WWE because both companies really want to sign them. After suffering a concussion, Dr. Britt Baker has been given the go-ahead to step back into the ring, so she should be ready in time for next week's all-out 21-woman casino battle royale. If you're a fan of the Glow series on Netflix, it debuted Season 3 this week. The WWE has added The Undertaker to the SmackDown taping happening at Madison Square Garden on September 10th. There's a lot of rumor that Tony Schiavone has signed a deal to be with AEW. However, at the moment, that's still up in the air as it has not been officially confirmed. And Court Bauer is saying that Tony Schiavone can't work anywhere because he works for MLW. I'd like to send out congratulations to Dwayne The Rock Johnson and his longtime girlfriend Lauren Hashin, who ended up getting married in Hawaii this past Sunday. Also, congratulations to Seth Rollins and... Becky Lynch, who just announced their engagement. It was announced that WWE will be launching a podcast network along with Endeavor Streaming. WWE attempted a podcast a couple years ago with around WrestleMania and had Renee Young hosting them. Plus, the Bella Twins have their own podcast that's uh, currently on Endeavor. So, with all the wrestling podcasts that are out there, Who's to know what's going to end up on this uh, new network that they're creating together? Uh, one can assume that Renee Young will have her own, probably bring over the Bellas, and it'll be questionable what's going to happen with maybe, say, people like Conrad Thompson and his podcast with Eric Bischoff and Bruce Pritchard, plus then there's Steve Austin, all who have podcasts in different areas such as Podcast One and Westwood One, will they all move over to this new Endeavor and WWE network? We'll have to wait and see what happens. And of course, the biggest news of the week was that on Tuesday, World Wrestling Entertainment issued a statement confirming that NXT will be moving to the USA network starting September 18th. That's a Wednesday nights from 8 until 10. So they're going to be live every week. From Full Sail University, they're now getting an extra hour. Mara Ronaldo, Nigel McGillis, McGinnis, and Beth Phoenix will all be there each week to do commentary. And this now sets up a Wednesday night war between AEW and NXT. If by chance, like here in Canada, we don't get the USA Network, and there is not a live feed available to us in Canada, 
you'll still be able to see the NXT show air 24 hours later on Thursday nights at 8 p.m. on the WWE Network. The TakeOver specials will remain the same in their current form. Vince McMahon said this is an awesome move uh, to USA, promising an opportunity to deepen their relationship with NBC Universal and further build on the NXT brand. Over the long term, our goal is to develop a following that can be monetized to the same level as the flagship programs of Raw and SmackDown. So, I guess the big question is, can Triple H keep somewhat control over NXT and keep it the same way it is been presented for the years that it's been on uh, since 2015 on Wednesday nights? Will you be watching AEW or NXT? Think you got what it takes to beat Kenny Omega? Then grab a controller and let's see what you got. Join an elite group of VIPs. Play some of the greatest retro video games of all time with Kenny Omega. Old school technology meets modern day technique for one heck of a VIP video game party. VIP tickets are on sale now. London Comic Con, October 5th and 6th at the London Convention Center. Presented by Start.ca. Don't be a stupid idiot and miss this all-elite vacation, man. Join the GOAT and thousands of the Friends of Jericho as they set sail on the Rock and Wrestling Rager at Sea, Part 2. ChrisJerichoCruise.com. There's less than 30 cabins available. Hey, it's Jody Thread, and you're listening to Scumbag Podcast. In AEW news, next week is AEW All Out. It happens in the Sears Center in Chicago, Illinois. There's currently nine matches announced, with two on the pre-show and seven for the main roster. On the pre-show, you'll see Private Party taking on Angelico and Jack Evans. There'll be a 21-women casino battle royale match. The winner will receive a match for the inaugural AEW Women's Championship scheduled to happen on their first episode of AEW on TNT, October 2nd. Other matches happening on the main card include Rio taking on Hikaru Shida in a singles match. Darby Allen, Joey Janela, and Jimmy Havoc will be in a three-way match, which is guaranteed to have a lot of little weapons and toys involved as these three like playing with the sharper objects. The Lucha Brothers, Pentagon and Ray Phoenix, will take on the Young Bucks, Matt and Nick Jackson, for the AAA Tag Team Championships in a ladder match. Best friends, Chuck Taylor and Trent Beretta, will take on the Dark Order of Evil Uno and Stu Grayson in a tag team match with the winner receiving a first-round bye in the AEW World Tag Team Championship Tournament. John Moxley will take on Kenny Omega, and the main event will have Adam Page taking on Chris Jericho to crown the inaugural AEW champion. Next week, we'll check out the full card again and give predictions of what could happen during All Out. Don't forget that happening around AEW's All Out will be StarCast 3. You can watch StarCast 3 on Fight TV app. That's F-I-T-E. It all starts off on August 29th 
at 5.30 with Being the Elite Mailbag, the popular segment from Being the Elite on YouTube that started it all comes to Pro Wrestling Tees stage live with your questions as part of the show, featuring the Young Bucks and other members of the AEW roster. Also on August 29th, the official all-out press conference and weigh-ins. The wrestlers of All Elite Wrestling face off for the last time before hitting the ring at All Out, taking place at the Pro Wrestling Tees main stage. Then, at 8.30 on Thursday, August 29th, from undesirable to undeniable. Born into the wrestling royalty, the journey of Cody has not been an easy one. Tony Schiavone sits down with All Elite Wrestling's Executive Vice President to discuss the peaks and valleys of his career that led him to where he is today. Then at 10.30 on Thursday, the 29th, Tony Schiavone hosts StarCast Karaoke with Tony. On August 30th at 10 a.m. is going to be Malenko. For the first time ever, the man of a thousand holds, Dean Malenko takes StarCast stage for this unfiltered, candid discussion about his career and future. At 12 o'clock is Paving the Way with Medusa on August 30th. You can also catch the women of AEW at 12 p.m. on August 30th. Tony Schiavone sits down with the women of All Elite Wrestling to discuss the impact women have had on the industry of professional wrestling. On August 30th at 2 p.m., back by popular demand, The Art of Wrestling with Colt Cabana. It's become a staple of StarCast Weekend, and Colt welcomes a variety of guests for some laughs and some stories of life on the road. At 4 p.m., you can catch the Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous with MJF. August 30th at 8 p.m. is Moxley. Jim Ross sits down with John Moxley to discuss the career and find out where he has planned for AEW and the wrestling industry as a whole, taking place at the Pro Wrestling Tees main stage and will be on Fight TV. On August 30th at 10 p.m. is Cock of the Walk with Joey Ryan, the King of Dong Style, takes the mic for the first time in his own show, Cock of the Walk. The only advice we give you is to buckle up and for this fun-filled time with the man who single-handedly brings sleaze back, Joy Ryan. On August 31st at 10 a.m., there'll be a DDP all-out workshop. Also at 10 a.m. is Tales of Hardcore Legend Mick Foley. Hardcore legend Mick Foley brings his acclaimed one-man show to the StarCast stage. Mick shares stories of his career and takes questions from the audience during what is sure to be a memorable event. At 12 p.m. on August 31st, the best in the world with CM Punk. He sits down with a microphone in hand. Everything happens on Fight TV. It's 11 different shows happening during StarCast 3. And be sure to catch... AEW's All Out, also on the Fight TV app. After AEW completes All Out, they'll be getting ready for their debut on TNT. The date is October 2nd, happening from Washington, D.C. Cody will be opening the show against Sammy Guevara. There'll be a six-man tag team match with Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks taking on Chris Jericho and two mystery opponents. John Moxley will be appearing, plus the AEW Women's Championship will be awarded. Then, 
AEW heads to Boston on October 9th for episode number two. Already scheduled to happen is round one of the tag team tournament with the Young Bucks taking on Private Party. Plus, Sean Spears goes one-on-one against John Moxley. Episode 3 comes to us on October 16th from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. It'll feature the first title defense of the AEW World Championship, plus the first title defense of the Women's World Championship. The next episode happens on October 23rd from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Scheduled to happen is John Moxley in appearance, plus the World Tag Team Title Tournament will have the semifinals. And wrapping up October on October 30th from Charleston, West Virginia, episode number 5. Chris Jericho will be in action along with John Moxley, plus the World Tag Team Championships will be determined as the finals are scheduled for October 30th. Tyson Dukes is currently one half of the Smash Wrestling Tag Team Champions and one of the pillars of wrestling in Ontario. He's had a very impressive career over the past two decades, and it's only natural that aspiring wrestlers would want to learn from a veteran of his caliber. Since October 2017, Tyson opened up the Tyson Dukes Wrestling Factory here in London, Ontario. Students learned all aspects of wrestling. The first graduates like Jim Strider, Violet Lee, and Jordan James are making their names for themselves on the indie scene. Whether you're a student or a supporter, you can now be a part of the club and purchase your own beautiful zip-up hoodie. They're just $40 up to extra-large and $45 for larger sizes. Contact Tyson Dukes Wrestling Factory directly on Facebook to order yours today. A princess, a Disney princess. Meet the lovely actress Irene Bedard, the voice and model behind Disney's Pocahontas, this year at London Comic Con, presented by Start.ca, October 5th and 6th, the London Convention Center. Hello, do you or someone you know have a business that you'd love to have advertised here on our podcast? Well, give me a shout at our email address, scumbagswrestling at gmail.com, and let us know how we can help you advertise to the listeners of this podcast. We'll give your business a shout out, including information on how people can reach out to you and information on your services. The Signature Spot with Chris Toplack is a weekly podcast available every Thursday that covers the world of professional wrestling. It's an easy-to-digest show that ranges from 30 to 40 minutes in length and focuses on show recaps, highlights from the week, industry news and rumors, full event previews along with predictions, topics of the week, and featured guests such as journalists and fellow podcasters. It's a professional yet personable show that's all about connecting with you. To subscribe, head over to youtube.com forward slash the signature spot or listen on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever podcasts are available. And to be a part of the conversation, like the signature spot on Facebook. My name is The Muscle, Smash Wrestling's hottest free agent. I toss bodies and wheel hotties, and you're listening to the Scumbags of Wrestling podcast. Now taking a look at what happened this week in WWE TV, with some quick hits from Raw, Roman Reigns defeated Dolph Ziggler. 
The Fiend, Bray Wyatt, attacked Jerry the King Lawler. Ricochet and The Miz defeated Drew McIntyre and Baron Corbin. Braun Strowman defeated AJ Styles by disqualification when the Good Brothers interfered. That brought out Seth Rollins, and it was made into a tag team match later on, with Seth and Braun going against the Good Brothers for the tag team titles. Samoa Joe defeated Cesaro to advance in the first round of the King of the Ring tournament. R-Truth interrupted Elias's farewell musical performance, and he was after the 24-7 championship. Elias was able to escape and still hold on to the title at the end of the night. Rey Mysterio addressed his current situation as he hasn't been able to defeat Andrade, and even having Andrade rip off his mask, he was willing to take off his uh, mask and retire, but his son Dominic stepped in and stopped him before he could do that, making Rey promise him that he'll stay around until at least he has his first match, as they had promised that they would tag together when Dominic made his debut. Whenever that ends up happening, Rey agreed because he loves his son, and decided to keep the mask on and continue his career. They hugged to end the segment. The women's tag team champions, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross, defeated Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. Cedric Alexander defeated Sami Zayn in a first-round King of the Ring matchup. Zayn ended up losing it and got into an argument with fans after, well, the cameras were off and was slamming chairs, so Sami has a very deep frustration going on. Sasha Banks attacked Natalia again backstage, and it was basically sending a message to Becky Lynch as she wants to have that championship from Raw. In the main event, saw Seth Rollins and Braun Strowman defeat the OC to become the new Raw Tag Team Champions. This makes Seth a double champion again. Over on SmackDown, Kofi Kingston retaliated against Randy Orton by attacking him with a Trouble in Paradise out of nowhere. As Kofi was going to take out Randy Orton's ankle with a chair, the Revival came to Randy's rescue. Unfortunately for the Revival, Kofi took them out with the chair instead, but they were able to leave, and Kofi sent a message that he's not going to back down from this trio. Andrade defeated Apollo Crews in the first round of the King of the Ring tournament to advance. Charlotte Flair was on a moment of bliss, and was saying that she should be the SmackDown Women's Champion, but she already knows that she's in the spotlight and the face of SmackDown. This brought out Bailey, and it turned into a confrontation between the two where they will actually meet up against each other at Clash of the Champions for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Buddy Murphy picked up a huge victory over the new Daniel Bryan. Bryan had promised later on that he was going to reveal 
who has actually been going after Roman Reigns. The Revival defeated Heavy Machinery in a tag team match. Shinsuke Nakamura and Sami Zayn forged a frightening alliance on Miz TV. Sami Zayn is saying that he will now be talking on behalf of Shinsuke Nakamura, not forcing him to speak English since Shinsuke speaks Japanese. And then they ended up brutally attacking the Miz. And thanks to some distraction with Shane McMahon and threatening Kevin Owens with more fines for hitting a referee when Shane was wearing a referee shirt, Elias ended up beating Kevin Owens with a roll-up to advance in the King of the Ring tournament. Daniel Bryan and Rowan revealed a gentleman who looked incredibly similar to Rowan and accused him as being the person going after Roman Reigns. So they left SmackDown with Roman looking very confused looking at Rowan and this lookalike Eric Rowan. Where will this mystery lead? Who knows? We'll have to see you next week on SmackDown. Over on NXT, Jordan Miles chose to claim a title opportunity against NXT champion Adam Cole. Damian Priest defeated Mansoor. Mia Yim defeated Vanessa Bourne. Afterwards, Yim was confronted by Shayna Baszler with an invitation to join the Horsewoman. Dominique Dijakovic and Keith Lee was announced to meet next week in a rematch six months in the making. Shane Thorne defeated Bronson Reed. Velveteen Dream warned Roderick Strong that the spotlight was on him. And Killian Dane defeated Matt Riddle. And this ended up taking a brawl all the way outside of Full Sail as they went off the air. If you're looking to get into the wrestling business, check out the Tyson Dukes Wrestling Factory. His school is located right here in London, Ontario, Canada. Learn from one of Canada's best wrestlers around. It's located at 309 Exeter Road. And it's open Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday, 6 p.m. till 8.30 p.m. The Tyson Dukes Wrestling Factory, teaching the new generation of hopefuls into superstars. And this concludes another edition of the Scumbags Wrestling Podcast. I want to thank you for joining me, and be sure to share this with any of your friends who enjoy wrestling as well. We're available on 15 different locations, including iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, and PodCoin, where you can make money just by listening to podcasts. Also, join us every Friday on our Facebook page, Scumbags Wrestling, and our YouTube page, where we bring you to the Tyson Dukes Russell Factory for the production line. See the stars of tomorrow being built today, right here in London. We'd love to have your feedback, so join us on our Facebook page and provide us your input, and maybe you can be a part of the show in the future. So until next time, have a great weekend. Granted, I understand it's essentially the same unappreciative crowd full of scumbags from last night.
can't help.